Hey guys and gals, welcome to episode six of the Maniac Radio Show. I'm your host, Tech Sergeant Andy Sinclair with the 101st Public Affairs Office here in Bangor. This is the first podcast we've had since July Drill, and I want to say for those of you who weren't able to make it for Drill, Family Day was a huge success, a very successful overall Drill, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as we did here in Public Affairs. Later on in this episode, we have Master Sergeant Termel, who's going to swing by and talk to us about motorcycle safety. I know we've all heard about it probably more than once. Sometimes it's good to hear about it directly from the source, so he's going to sit down and talk about why it's important to take your basic riders course, why it's important, and why the Air Force takes it so seriously. But before we get to all that, we're going to check out your Maniac headlines. The Wing Commander Assumption of Command was on Sunday Drill, and with it, an outstanding amount of support from friends, family, and airmen for the 14th 101st Aerofueling Wing Commander. Colonel Frank W. Roy was selected as the new Wing Commander and brings a plethora of experience and knowledge with him into his new position. The ceremony featured the main Army National Guard Band, key leadership from both the Wing and Joint Force Headquarters, and the men and women that make up the main Air National Guard. Senior Airman Chad Adams from the Small Air Terminal explains what the ceremony meant to him as an airman among the ranks. It was an awesome feeling staying in formation to see the assumption of command for Colonel Roy being a part of Maniac history is a great feeling because my family's been out here for so long and it's uh, very important to me to keep the Maniac tradition going. It makes me very proud to be a Maniac. Colonel Roy spoke to the 101st about his vision for the Wing's future and the enthusiasm he has as its new commander. The 2016 Family Day has come and gone, marking another successful event for service members and their families. The hangar was filled with airmen and their kids, parents, loved ones, and friends as they celebrated the support families give to the Maine Air National Guard. Tessa is a military spouse and she explains why she loves Family Day. I love coming to Family Day and just seeing all of the families and all the military and members and just, I don't know, it just feels like a great community. and. I just love seeing everybody all together. Family Day featured a dunk tank, games, clowns, and aircraft tours, among other attractions. And that's all we have for your Maniac News, keeping you current and well-informed. Hey everybody, really quick, the mission support group has a first sergeant vacancy. If you can see yourself taking that next step and becoming part of an elite group of professional senior NCOs, if you enjoy taking care of people, if you enjoy improving airman welfare, don't hesitate to put your name in to be the next first sergeant for the mission support group. If you have any questions or concerns about applying or if you want more general information, contact your chain of command to find out how you can become the next mission support group first sergeant. Also, there's a basic riders course for motorcycle safety. 6 and 7 August. You need to sign up by August 1st if you want to take part in that course. Again, as I mentioned earlier, Master Sergeant Tamel from the safety office is going to come by and talk about motorcycle safety. But the basic rider course is something that's mandatory to be able to ride your motorcycle on any Air Force installation. So again, if you need to take that course, it's going to be 6 and 7 August and you need to sign up by 1 August. And you can do that by contacting the safety office directly or through the SharePoint. Like I said earlier, Drill Weekend was very successful with Family Day, as well as the change of commands and promotion ceremonies. I want to take this time to congratulate Colonel Roy in becoming the new 101st Air Refueling Wing Commander, as well as the promotion of Colonel Pratt, as well as the assumption of command for the Ops Group Commander. Also, Chief Hofsis, who is the new State Command Chief, just got back from San Antonio, where she attended an Air Force BMT graduation. She said that there were right around 700 graduates that graduated that day and of those 700 graduates there are about 30 honor graduates of those 30 honor graduates the number one honor grad for that BMT graduation was a maniac 
Airman Pitcher graduated number one in her basic military training class, so congratulations to Airman Pitcher, and what a remarkable way to start off your Air Force career on the right foot. So for those of you who were there for Family Day, you knew that it was packed. Lots of families, lots of airmen, past and present maniacs. We were able to get around and, and talk to some of the family members and get some messages from them to their loved ones who put the uniform on and served their country. I just want to play some of those for you. Okay, the first one is from Bowden, and he wants to be a marine biologist when he grows up. And he has a special message for his uncle. Thank you for protecting, for fixing our, for fixing military. He's the best uncle in the world. Gabe's father is a maniac and he thought the basketball shootout looked cool. I'm looking forward to playing basketball and it's going to be awesome. Jeff's son is a fuel specialist and tells us what he thinks about his son's service. Uh, we're very proud of Jason with his time involved in the military and uh, my, my dad was in the Marine Corps. He, he would have been proud. He, hasn't, he didn't know Jason was in the military. He had passed away but my father would be extremely proud of him. Garrett wants to be a train engineer and professional dirt bike rider when he grows up and looks up to his dad in more ways than one. My dad always cares about us and he always wants to make us happy. Brienne has a special message for her dad. I'm proud of my dad. I love him. Delaney tells us what her dad's job is as a maniac. And Mike's son has deployed multiple times and gives him a message. We, we love him. We, we uh, you know, admire him for what he's doing for the, for the country. And lastly, Sam is very proud of his dad, as well as his board game winning streak. I beat daddy every single time when we play Sorry. So as you can tell, there are a lot of proud family members that attended Family Day, and they're very happy to support their loved ones that serve this great nation. At the beginning of the, of the podcast, I mentioned that Master Sergeant Tumel from the safety office was going to swing by and talk to us today about motorcycle safety, something that may not necessarily pertain to all maniacs, but you should probably know at least a little bit about it, even if you don't ride, in case you have a coworker or somebody who works with or for you, you kind of have a better understanding of, of what encompasses motor, Air Force motorcycle safety. Um, so Master Sergeant Tumel, thank you for stopping by and thank you um, for taking your time to come in and talk to us today. You're welcome, Sergeant Sinclair good to be here. Um, first and foremost, uh, motorcycle safety, even though not a lot of us ride bikes here on the installation, uh, it is imperative that at least the supervisors are all well educated on the importance of having people ride on the installation with the proper PPE. Um, a lot of people get inundated with the information when they attend supervisor safety uh, training as a new uh, NCO and uh, that's where it all starts basically um, the clothing requirements at the very least are briefed to all the new supervisor safety trainees and the reason why is just so that way everybody can get a handle on what their uh, what their co-workers are going to need to wear in case they're not too well versed that day when they're riding around the installation so um, it's just a good wingman concept to have to keep everybody informed on it. Basically a good practice to keep everybody informed on it, not just the riders themselves. So it seems to me like over the last 10 years, that uh, motorcycle safety has become a bigger and bigger issue as time goes on for the Air Force, for the Air National Guard. Why is that? I mean, is it, are there more riders that you know of? Are there, is there other more accidents? I mean, why is the Air Force taking such a big interest in motorcycle safety? Definitely the numbers are all behind that to back that up. Um, Normally we key on all the areas where fatal a lot of fatalities occur and motorcycles are certainly one of those uh, areas where fatalities occur a lot, big injuries. Um, 
basically it comes down to not just the numbers game, but the Air Force cares about the well-being of all its members and an extended family in the form of uh, the dependents to ensure that all the families go home safe at the end of the day. It's not just uh, Air Force members themselves that get trained on motorcycle safety. It's also dependents and retirees. So it's all extended family that we're trying to take care of out here. And uh, anytime there's any kind of fun to be had out there, there's always a type of hazard to be factored in. So um, we try to mitigate all the risk involved in motorcycle training to the, to the best that we can. And everybody can enjoy the summer and, and the riding months to the to the greatest extent that they can. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that uh, the Air Force and the Air National Guard makes it mandatory that if you're gonna ride a bike, you have to at least take the basic riders course, is that right? The baby gets born in the basic rider course, and then within at least a year of taking the basic rider course, one can take the experienced rider course. And then every five years following that, you take a five-year refresher in the form of a, a group ride along. You and a rider coach and a few other folks will go out and just uh, get the basics down of, of riding in a group and all the safety aspects that go along with that. Now, why is it you think that the Air Force makes that mandatory for the, for the basic riders course? It's not like we have to take a driving course out here. I mean, aside from flight line driving, we don't need to take a, a driver's uh, course to just drive around base normally in a, in a normal car. So why do they do that with the motorcycle? With the motorcycle, it's, it's imperative because when somebody first gets their license, um, the temptation might be to start riding without the proper protective gear, and that is preached uh, to the hilt whenever somebody gets their uh, basic rider certification. And the mission comes first here at Dunder and First, so when we have our me members coming into work safe every day, we know that we're going to complete the mission with able-bodied members on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And do you think it's only that, or do you think it's also because being a maniac family, being a caring environment that we are, do you think they, they, they also care about your well-being? It's not just because of the mission, right? Sure do. No, we're not a bunch of robots out here. I mean, we, we actually generally care for everybody out here, and if anybody needs any assistance in getting their license procured, uh, they need a bike lent out. There are many maniacs within the community uh, that will willingly lend out a motorcycle to a rider in need prior to any training that goes on. So we all take care of each other out here. Awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. What about if our maniacs want to look into it more and do a little more research and maybe fully understand um, AFI 91-207 and its full depth, uh, where can they go to find that? Please go to the Air Force portal via EPUBs and you can actually go on to the 91 series safety series for publications and you can easily find it. Yeah, do a little light reading, pass the time. Cool. Is there um, is there anything else you want to add when it, in regards to motorcycle safety? Anything at all? We still have some summer left over and don't be afraid to pop into the safety office and ask me some questions. Uh, no question is too crazy to ask. It's all about staying safe out there. So just take that into consideration. Anytime you feel like you have a silly question, we genuinely care at the safety office and Master Sergeant Nanaya, myself, and Colonel Dunn will gladly have a sip of coffee with you while we try to address your safety concerns. Awesome. Well, thanks, Master Sergeant Tamal. I appreciate you coming by and talking about this. Appreciate it. Anytime, Sergeant Claire.
And it's that time again for your Maniac Fact. This episode's Maniac Fact is brought to you by the 101st Financial Management and Comptroller Squadron. Like any effective organization, the Air National Guard must work to accomplish its goals with financial responsibility. It's the job of financial management and comptroller specialists to manage the accounting records and systems. From determining the availability of funds to processing the dispersal of payments to performing audits, these experts keep a watchful eye on our financial data to ensure that our funds are being utilized responsibly and efficiently. They strive for the right resources at the right place at the right time, every time. If you or someone you know is interested in a career in financial management, contact your local recruiter and come join the 101st Financial Management and Comptroller Squadron. And here's your maniac fact. The date is August 31st, 1960, and First Lieutenant George Shashkin of Dover Foxcroft and Second Lieutenant Thomas Gibbs of Bangor crashed their F-89 Scorpions into the Bay of Fundy about 20 miles from Weymouth, Nova Scotia. A fire in the left engine forces the two to eject uninjured, they're picked up by a fishing vessel. So there you have it. As devastating as that F-89 crash was, it could have been a lot worse. But due to the quick reaction by both Lieutenant Shashkin and Lieutenant Gibbs, they were both able to walk away uninjured, or in this case, swim away uninjured. So there's your maniac fact. Hopefully you learned a little bit more about your maniac history. And that's it, everyone, for episode six of the Maniac Radio Show. I know it went a little bit longer than normal, but I wanted to get the messages out from Family Day out to you guys, out to the listeners, so that we could share with you all of the love and support that you guys get from the families. Don't forget to check out our Facebook page by searching 101st Air Refueling Wing or by searching our username, which is 101STARW. Search the page, give it a like, and from there you'll see photos and video as well as past podcasts so that you can stay up to date with what's going on in your Maniac world. Also, check out our Instagram page, which has the same username as our Facebook page. Again, that's 101STARW, where you can get on and see a new photo posted every single day, all Maniac related. While you're on Facebook, head over to the official Vice Wing Commander's Facebook page, Colonel Johns, and give that page a like as well. And for those of you wondering, yes, Colonel Johns does get on, and so please keep it appropriate and keep it professional. We all appreciate it. I hope you all have an awesome weekend. The weather looks decent, and just keep in mind that we are still in the 101 critical days of summer. So keep yourself safe, as well as your loved ones and those around you and until next time so long and if you ride a motorcycle ride safe maniacs